0: I love Gay Palm Springs with John Taylor, comedian Shan Carr, and Gay Desert Guides, Brad Burr. We're turning the big 9-0. Ooh, Ooh, give me a walker. (laughs) Yeah. Give me a jetpack. That's what I want. We were promised jetpacks, damn it. Exactly. Where's my flying cards? This is uh, number 90 in our uh, never-ending series of I Love Gay Palm Springs podcasts. My name is John Taylor. Comedian Shankar. For yeah. those who are viewing, you got to see her shirt. Come I on. Down. yeah it is her zip code in beautiful letters emblazoned across her ample
1: this is gay palm Springs right here this is gay South Palm Springs
2: yeah it's it fabulous the gayest of our Palm Springs zip codes
0: and for any of our advertisers this space is available for <laughs> your for message
2: That's <laughs> right. here. are we now selling inventory on shankar's
1: boobs yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of property here go
0: yeah
2: it. it's a two for one. <laughs> 728
1: by 90 that's for
0: sure oh my god uh, you will see uh, we have our gay desert guide the guy who monetizes this podcast and he's thinking of a new way right now his that. brad fur oh wow what a uh what a what a reawakening we are having as we enter into spring 2021
1: Wow! I can't believe we're here, but really little bits of hope, like piling on little bits of hope every week. I have to say, it's just, I had my first gathering at my house last night Mm -hmm. and my house has always been a revolving door of gatherings and people. And it was like, I didn't miss it after a while. You kind of go numb. You have to go numb, right. In order to, to take it. But um Our food reporter, Charles, and his husband, Michael, who are longtime friends of mine, and Jimmy Bogle from the Coachella Valley Independent and his husband, Garrett. I married them under the gazebo that is no longer there in my backyard years ago and uh, grilled up some good old Cardenas chicken, man. Nothing better than that Cardenas chicken and sat around my eight foot uh, outside dining room table, but we've all been vaccinated now and wow. Wow. Yeah. Able to
0: go to the um, maximum security Twilight home for the permanently bewildered as of next Wednesday.
1: Yeah, you can. They'll let you in with your.
0: Yep. I get to see my mom, and I'm I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. And uh, last night, a, a little, uh, like you were saying, a little sprigs of hope that are sprinkled around the valley. Uh, last night, my dear friend, uh, Tommy Dodson, performed at 111 in Cathedral City at a piano with
2: people. Well, They've done a beautiful job remodeling that. I met the owners, and I'm forgetting their names now, but uh, they took it over, and they're, they've got some nice things planned. It just They've transformed it inside. It's a little brighter inside than it was, nice. but that old piano is still there, and, um, and I'm, I'm hoping for the best for them. You know, we lost trunks. It doesn't look like they're going to reopen. Oh. Runway is now reopened. Roost has been doing gangbusters throughout this whole thing. Yeah. And of course, Barracks uh, is, uh, is open on the weekends uh doing what they do
1: okay so i didn't know we lost trunks
2: yeah yeah it looks like that's not going to reopen unless they unless they sell it to somebody else but it probably will not be trunks we've not lost uh many bars especially our gay bars during the pandemic we've been fairly fortunate that people have been able to hang on
1: so these new owners at 111 did they come in during the COVID
2: period or just before. So they, before. unfortunately, they had to endure months of being closed. Well, Man. I'm
1: excited. I'll, I'll go see what's going on there. That was the last place we had a lesbian bar in Palm Springs about 10 years ago is they opened that, uh, as Delilah's oh. and it's had maybe five sets of owners since the lesbians had it. Um, so yeah, it's been, and each owner has brought some level of lightness, but I mean, it's taken five owners to call it. Is it bright in there yet? Each, <laughs> each owner has brightened it up a hair. <laughs> just uh, a little, yeah, just a little, I think they need to bang a window in the sidewall or something. Yeah. Cause they've <laughs> it got is... the
2: front patio area, which is nice, but <laughs> I guess the windows must be very tinted, but there's, there's like greenery around the front there yeah. from 111, and,
0: uh, yeah, and well, I, I enjoy low lights. Low light works for me. Yeah. I look good. I look good in in two lights, candle and sauna. <laughs> well,
1: we're in the full view of Full Light this morning, and we're about to have a a show full of guests. We're going to be talking about what's going on with the Les Dames de Soleil. Um, and they're just, you know, they're so important in our town. We've got our theater reviewer, Stephen Radish, coming on. Paulina Angel is uh, going to show up and talk to us about uh, Transgender Day of Visibility. Um, and then we've got our favorite, Dr. Laura Rush, back for a little bit of a read. Uh, our,
2: our podcast is brought to you by tori nissan and la quinta their inventory has been hand selected to have the best options for you stop by today you'll find the right match for you at tori nissan and la quinta the one-to-one rewards program bumper to bumper warranty from nissan and home delivery is available that's Torrey Nissan Highway 111 in La Quinta, torrey sponsor of the I Love Gay Palm Springs podcast and the Torrey Nissan
0: Leaf which whizzes around town using no fossil fuel. Hey, you know where we're we're, we're going to be on money in England? A gay person is on the 50 pound note. What? Who is uh, it? Alan Turing, the genius oh. code from World War II. Not uh, Alan Cummings. Okay, all right. Not Alan Cummings. <laughs> no.
1: Okay, wait. Now I'm listening again. Tell tell me who he is. He's a code. Um, Alan
0: Turing. Yeah, f- uh, from uh, the you know the the real master of uh, of digital arts and uh, and definitely a beautiful mind is going to be on the fifty pound note. It was just announced in very old Britain. That is real.
1: River- Let's see, what else do we have going on around town? We all uh, we got our, sh- our COVID shots last Wednesday. So we're a week out. No, Well, I had no side effects. You had some side effects.
0: It could have been menopause.
1: <laughs> it could have been. Uh, almost more likely, actually. I uh, had a little this?
2: reaction, but I, it wasn't. It was a little flu like, and my arm was sore for the yeah. day. And I was tired. You know, it wasn't bad.
0: Now, as I look on Vaxi, I'm still on the Vaxi group on, um, on Facebook. Uh, Uh, Vaxi.info is the uh, website if you want to go there. Uh, I believe that there are 400 shots at the convention center as of Thursday. Available. Available. Unbooked. So check it out. Vaxi.info, Vaxi, V-A-X-I-E on Facebook.
1: They Excellent. really have been pivotal in a whole bunch of people connecting with their, just two women, right? Who like pulled it together and then a huge volunteer team came behind them. Amazing. So we're Charles That's is working with them, has been working with them too. And yeah,
0: amazing. Shan, are you wearing white because White Party has been rescheduled for September? Yes. The
1: zip code 92264 is sad to report that White Party has taken another bump and not in the way White Party likes to take a bump. Oh, but i I
2: have to tell you, no one is sad about this. And. Uh, Jeffrey Sanker is getting skewered uh, uh on social media and you know he already did the PV thing yeah. and uh and and to to look the the September thing there is still no contracts for September like there's nothing that's officially on the books so he's yeah. doing that with a wing and a prayer at this point and it's not official like it's the city's like not nah, not nah, we we know nothing we wow. say nothing.
0: You know, there's people all around the country, though, that are big fans of that and they want to fly somewhere and they're getting their short shorts and their clacky fans ready and their, okay. their sparkle and their glitter. The locals in Palm Springs are getting pitchforks, yeah. torches. <laughs> it's true. Well, same thing. Tomatoes with vac- to throw at the white outfits. I know. Same thing
1: with that vacation in Provincetown. Like I wanted to consider going to participate but the villagers the angry villagers are like don't bring your big gay party here and we're just gonna have to wait for some stuff longer i feel like there's enough pressure just trying to do the normal social thing yeah like barbecuing chicken almost brought me to like pulling my hair out yesterday because <laughs> i was trying to cook chicken and cook corn and make a blah blah in the cocktail and like i've never been amazing at all that at once you know if you come to my house for a party you're putting in some work, Yeah, yeah. you're helping, that's yeah. the deal. I'm a single broad throwing a party with eight fussy guys. So yeah, <laughs> you usually have to help. So, but all of that coming back, I do wanna say just on an inspirational level that we get to write who we are in this reemergence. It was one of my favorite things about, be, my only favorite thing about being a military kid is every time we moved to a new town, I got to decide who I was gonna be in the new town how i was going to write my story going forward and how people were going to see me and we all have that you know more than emerging on new year's day or more than resolutions around your birthday or any of those things you are re-emerging back into life and don't add in the bs that doesn't suit you figure out what makes you shine and do that as you emerge -emerge. right, that
0: does it i'm leaving town
1: No, (laughs) there is so much here. There is so much. There is. That's
2: that's really, those are great words, and I I hope people will really think about those words beyond John's uh, uh, flippancy about them. Because really, we we have been on this merry-go-round, this roller coaster of doing all the events and socials and mixers, I think for the sake of doing them. And this reemergence is going to make us all consider what's what is important do I need to go to the third mixer of the day and the you know do I right. like do we have to do all that and 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 so we're going to be rethinking not only how we set those things up but yeah. when we have to go to them we don't need to see the same people and have the same cheese puffs three times a day
1: right I, I hope that we take the cream off the top of the bad situation and slather it over. I'm going for an analogy. I'm going to leave it alone. But you know what I'm saying? Take the cream from what was hard about this. and
0: You had me at slather.
1: Right, and then I started thinking how much better clotted cream is than our cream, and then I got lost, so.
0: But no, you're, you're hitting it on the head because I, I, for just the little things, we have this level of, of fear and anxiety that is there. I a, yeah. a friend and his family are vacationing, renting a house, and they he was like, do you want to meet for coffee? And I'm like, coffee where will right. it be outside you know the whole thing that we've been sort of spinning on and, and we're, we're getting off that merry go, go round, and gonna but have to decide to mess where we're everything go. up
1: either right oh, we no. it's, it's,
0: it's
1: we're there we're there we're all there together so grab a hand and exactly. step forward and hey, i life. did have
2: lunch with ron d Hart. Uh, a couple days ago we were outside at chill bar and uh, i got a little preview about what's possibly happening with Pride this year. I can't spill the tea yet. I just wanna let you know that there are some things in progress. The dates are still on the calendar. There's a lot of uh, workings happening in the background. And Ron is going to come on uh, probably sometime in late April, early May, and give us uh, an update once he has everything lined up.
1: Oh, that's exciting. Do we get an
0: exclusive? We do. (laughs) Oh, excellent.
1: I have some like my own behind the scenes kind of personal news. Those of you who know that I've been obsessed with that property at racket club. Yeah. It's on Indian Canyon and racket club. And that had been the old famous racket club where Marilyn Monroe was discovered and all of that. And I want so much to create some sort of queer convention, like resort. And that property has always kind of had my side. eye. mostly people pat me on the head and say, move along with your little idea. But um, I had a, I met up with some developers and they were super excited about it. And as goes my life, the property went on the market a couple of weeks ago, went back after two years in escrow, that property went back on the market. I wound up talking to somebody who was interested enough. They're flying in on April 1st to take a look at the property. And they got three offers on it yesterday. They got three hard cash acceptable offers. And now they're just going to juggle between them. But still good to know that that property is you know again on the move it's just yeah. heartbreaking if you ever went there to watch it rot like that I know. so some optimism while they're trying to push the other five hotels that won't finish up over the so, line or
3: and
2: maybe you could get one of those how about that one that has um that just it just has the stud Wood.
1: yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah i'm gonna take them there they're coming they're still coming on figure on april fool's day like why but yeah
0: I think it's poetic justice. I do too.
1: It is. And I've seen people on Facebook
0: talking about selling, you know, their houses and, and condos and saying, we got seven cash offers in three days. Is that people are just bringing big truckloads of money.
1: So I was looking at Brad's neighborhood and six condos have sold in the last eight months there. And they have sold between 99 and 113% of asking. Yeah that every, it's a foot race. If you don't have your money in your pocket with your hand holding it ready to whip it out, and I don't mean in the dirty way again. I know, I know. Uh, yeah, you're not going to get it.
2: You know, the you other know. interesting thing is I, uh, I'm i going through a, a refinance right now. And trying to do that. I, you know, my, I've had all kinds of trouble because we're on Indian... Mm-hmm. Land. It just takes a while. It's just it's the longest, yeah. you know, it's a long Wi-Fi. But um when they when they did the first appraisal, it appraised at X amount of dollars. The next time it appraised, which was a month later, they had to redo the appraisal, it went up seventy thousand yeah. dollars in 30 days. But it's only because people overpaid that percentage that you gave us is that only a part of the story because people are asking really high prices. Mm-hmm all over town just to see if someone will be, you know, brave enough to pay that much over asking or that much over what it's really valued at.
1: Yeah. I know in our, um, when our podcast was rolling last week, we're totally off topic here. We're rambling, but somebody said sell my condo cause he's a client that I've had for a year and he can't get the renter out and turns out she's moving out. So I'm going to have a cheapy, cheapy, like $160,000 one bedroom condo that
0: why are you telling I'll, everybody this? I will
1: be lucky to get it on the market. Right. I, I want the a- exclusive. Everybody. Yeah. Well, it. it's all yours. I'm just telling you, I'm sure I will pass it off to a friend before I ever get it live.
0: Yeah. I'm sure. Cause at, right, at that price point, that's, yeah. that's a very low admission to living in Palm oh, yeah, Springs. It
1: it's a fixer. It it's in the South end though. So yeah. Anyway, who do we have on who's next? Who's next? What's happening, Brad? I want to-
2: We'd like to bring on Doug Woodmancy and Marshall Pierce, who the, 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 the couple who have, I, I knew them first in drag as the, um, what are they, what, how? They are Les
1: Dames de Soleil. De
2: Soleil.
1: Yes. You know, they been- they were, go ahead. They've been together since 1976. They started the La Dames to just bring their crazy drag, to bring themselves out of their shell through laughter, which is, you know, there is no better path, but they've had a revolving cast around the two of them and the troupe just I mean, they pour their love directly at and over DAP Health as it is now called. And uh, I mean, we've just seen them do. So I think they were one of the first acts I saw 22 years ago when I moved to town and they were doing a dance number with walkers with tennis balls on the bottom. And you know, that's when they were spry. That was 22 years ago. And they are still pulling up skirts and making people laugh. So Doug Woodmancy and Marshall Piercy.
0: And there's a pretty special tribute to them from DAP, and we're gonna show it to you right now.
4: Come around the corner and see it all unfold. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Construction, yes. I'm here with Douglas and Marshall, the founders of La Dame de Soleil and Beau, the designer of this space to honor their place in the history of DAP and in the Coachella Valley.
1: You know, design is, is interpretive and, and it's very meaningful to each individual. And so when we were creating this space for the waiting area, for the wellness area, you know, I, I took a good look at the memorabilia and took a, a walk down memory lane with all the the Dames de Soleil had done for our community. And I knew that this place, this space had to be a happy, vibrant space. And so, you know, I was very careful about collecting and, and choosing the colors to go with the frames, to go with the memorabilia, to go with the the mural that we framed and you know one of the the red that i chose for these walls is uh positively red is the name and, and i didn't know that until after i had selected it and i would, couldn't have been happier it was just a meant to be moment <laughs> what
4: night was that look at this, uh, this is uh, we picked. <laughs> <Divacity. laughs> yeah if you were going to give a message to young activists who were starting to think about how they could change their community. When you look back at these decades of activism, of community service, of raising money for causes that are important to you, what would you tell a young person who's wondering, can I change or improve my community? Find something that
5: you can do that is good for you and for the community. Because if you're not in it 100%, it's not gonna
4: work for you make that first tiny change and you'll that's all it takes is just a step forward and there's something out there that you can
5: do yes there's something out there that you can do there's one dress that i wore one night oh. and then i gained too much weight to fit into it again <laughs> we introduced a way for the community to donate
4: and have a good time this is not just us, this is totally I, uh, Number one, I could never believe they would come back show after show. You always have that initial stage fright when you walk out there, but ah, my
5: God, what a community. And we always wondered and, and hoped that on Monday morning people would be standing around a water cooler and somebody would say, you know, I saw the most wonderful thing last night. And they
4: did and this is what happened (laughs) yeah ever since the beginning of the aids crisis we've had to use creative ways to heal people as time has passed we've proven to ourselves that it takes more than a pill to heal somebody so the ladam's waiting room is for the wellness portion of our healthcare where people receive acupuncture to treat chronic pain or depression. People see the massage therapist, the chiropractor, the Reiki healer, and the like. And people oftentimes say to me, why is your approach to healthcare so holistic? And it's the chance to tell our story of how we kept our loved ones alive before any medications worth the darn were available. And I think what a better place to honor your role in our community and in our history. It shows how when you use creativity, whether it's through building community, building laughter, right, or providing holistic alternative approaches to healthcare, you can achieve health health outcomes that scientists don't know about still today. It's extremely important to all of us at DAP Health that we honor the role that La Dames de Soleil has played in the history of the Coachella Valley. It is through the movement of the drag queens that the LGBT human rights movement and the HIV AIDS movement was able to build a foundation before we had the power and strength of our human rights movements, the drag queens of our country stood up and stepped forward to fight to make sure that people were fed, that people could afford their health care. And so this is a tribute to our roots, to our beginning. It is filled with the spirit of the Coachella Valley that is palatable in the halls of DAP Built on love for humanity. It's wonderful. It's (laughs) but no chandelier for people to steal (laughs) crystals (laughs) from
1: We're going at a little metered tempo, so we don't get to see Dr. Rush every week. So now the absence makes the heart grow fonder as soon as I see uh, you. My heart goes pitter pat We're happy to have you here today. That's Dr. Laura Rush, and she's been guiding us through the entire COVID fiasco.
6: How's it going? It's going really well. Uh, I'm glad to see that my, my hosts here have uh, have all been vaccinated now, so yeah. we're, we're getting there. We're all getting
1: you know, there wait a minute as i saw on facebook because i do try to troll you at least once a week so i know what's happening (laughs) looks like
6: your dog ate your homework
0: yes he
6: did so that's the nice thing is when when you work for a healthcare company like (laughs) kaiser i can get a spare card tell everybody what happened yeah so uh so jet my three-year-old husky um who's the devil is the devil who gets into everything uh Went into my gym bag, pulled out my wallet, and then pulled out my vaccine card (gasps) and, and chewed it up. And I had proof I would, I would show you, but I actually have it framed hanging in my office at work. (laughs) So I was able to actually get another one and fill it out appropriately. And then my nurse laminated it for me. So everyone's like, you're not supposed to laminate in case you get a booster. I'm like, I could get another card. Right.
5: Yeah.
6: (laughs) It's okay to laminate it. You can get another card when you get another vaccine. So if you want to keep it (laughs) handy, then uh, yeah, don't carry it in your wallet if you have devil dogs.
0: Yeah, no. I, you put some. You put some good numbers up uh, this earlier this week uh, about the the county and and what's going on. Maybe you could. Uh, yeah, use a little sketch of that.
6: This is the best we've seen since this time last year. So our, our numbers are really really low. I'm I'm keeping my fingers crossed. Within the next two weeks, we'll be out of red tier and heading into orange tier. And as most people know, yellow is normal. So we might be one step above normal in another week or two. So fingers are crossed. We just have to keep getting some of those, uh, the numbers per 100,000, a little bit lower, like another point and a half lower. Our positivity rate is already there. So the more shots we get into arms, the better we're gonna be, you know? And I, and I think if we not let anybody who's been in Texas or Florida into Coachella Valley, <laughs> we should be okay. We should be okay, but all all jokes aside, things things are looking good. Um, people still need to please be safe, even though the numbers are low. We got to be safe. You got to get vaccinated, and encourage other people to get vaccinated. There's so many places offering vaccines right now, so it's it's really being unique as to where you got to go and find them. I know. Uh, I think the convention center had posted something yesterday, and the no. Gay and no. Center was promoting that they had hundreds available yesterday. Uh, I I don't know where they stand today.
1: You can check every day. We did go over it earlier. Vaxi is a great place to touch base with and all of that. Will you tell us a little bit about some of the newer information that's coming out about um, the vaccines happening, uh, helping out
6: long haulers? A lot of what we're seeing though is, is the damage that the virus has done to the cardiovascular system and the lungs. And that's what I'm seeing the most with my patients that had COVID four or five months ago that are still on oxygen. That still have a lingering fatigue, and we we just don't know how long that's going to last. If it's something that's chronic for them from now on, if it's left some of them disabled in terms of they they can't breathe, their cardiac output is is reduced. Uh, we've had uh, a few strokes, and and heart attacks after the fact, and because it has damaged the cardiovascular system. Right. So.
1: The vaccine may be helping symptoms, but not damage, obviously.
6: No. It'll right? help you deal with the symptoms. It'll help you know, boost an immune response. But if you had COVID and you get a vaccine, it's going to prevent you from getting it again. The bodies, the natural antibodies that you got from having the actual COVID virus will at some point peter out yeah. like they do with every other virus that you typically get and fight it off. You'll have antibodies. Some stick around for a long time and linger. So that's how your body recognizes it that when you come in contact with it again, well, in a virus that mutates sometimes it can escape detection by the the immune system so okay. the vaccine will help but we're gonna have to get boosters down the road uh, yeah. how soon i might my, my guess is probably nine months after you've had the initial one that's about average for what we see in boosters but are you going it, 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 back to the gym i'm back at the gym yeah i there about four times i tend i still go when it's quiet uh for a lot of reasons and mostly you know just to stay safe I am two and a half months two months two and a half months into my vaccine the gym is nice and quiet if you go in the evenings or early in the mornings so and but it's just nice to feel normal i i went to a ps underground event the other night and that was nice i was like wow to be out with friends out in palm springs listening to you know live music even though they were behind glass (laughs) and everybody was socially distanced it was nice to feel a little bit normal. So I'm actually getting out there a little bit. I bought tickets for
1: PS Underground uh, maybe a month ago and uh, two days before I got exposed by somebody again and couldn't go, it was heartbreaking. Cause I like, do, they put together one hell of a great experience there. It the really did. It
6: was fabulous, and you know our very own Christine Tringali Nunez was was singing, so she was amazing as always. So it was just that. nice to get out. Um, if people are going out, I do, you know, please still be safe and and use good
0: judgment. Especially yeah. Who'd have thought that we would need a salad bar sneeze guard on a piano bar?
1: Right? <laughs> and a pedicure and a grocery store checker and everything no. else. The whole world has a sneeze guard right now.
0: It'll and be the whole valley is sneezing because of uh, allergy season coming up.
6: So keep those sneeze guards up, keep those masks on. Although I got to say, carry some extras right now, because if you're sneezing into your mask, that's going to be gross to continue
1: to wear it. (laughs) Been there. Great. Our own personal sneeze guard, Dr. Laura (laughs) Raj. I'm
6: putting that on your next business card against your will. My own, yeah, your own personal sneeze guard. So on the other good news, speaking of of getting out and about and traveling, you guys saw, uh, I think Jeff Kors posted it yesterday with uh, Southwest Airlines nonstop. PSP to Las Vegas. Vegas. Yeah. Right.
0: 40 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Goes up. Goes down.
6: Beats the hell out of a three and a half hour drive through the desert. It does.
1: I really, and it still takes about three and a half hours to get to the airport and fly there and then get out of the (laughs) airport. But it's a better three and a half hours than (laughs) I prefer it. I would fly to LA. I would go to LA more if
6: really I would. If we had I direct either. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but you'd have to deal with LAX, which is a half oh, yeah. day all the time.
6: It yes. is. That, yeah. It's it takes years off your life just being in L.A. If I fly internationally, I dread it. I'll you know fly anywhere. I know. Avoid I know. LAX. Well,
0: we lived in L.A. Happened. Brad and I, and and you yeah, know, know, you only picked up immediate family at the airport. Yeah.
6: <laughs> It's hard. Well, I'll be interesting to see, but you know, people start going out and about too. You know, be careful where you're flying to. Well, moment.
1: and I won. I did send you the email. I'm giving away a cruise for two out of New Orleans on that riverboat on November. I'm giving away the cruise for two uh, April 11th, um, and it's for the women's group because you know they're trying to create LGBTQ diversity. Yeah. yeah. And in order to really do it, you have to do it. So they are we're it's a game of bingo. Only fifty women can register. And uh, whoever, you know, wins the bingo bingo. What? when's the bingo again? I know you sent me an April email. April eleventh at eleven. April eleven AM. It's bingo 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 brunch. Lesboa Lesboa bingo brunch is how much it is, is it? It's free. Free. It's free and you can win a cruise. Wow.
0: If you're a lesbian.
1: Although, I mean, I don't want to mock them, but I, yeah, well, no, you have to be a female identified person. Uh, they're doing one for the boys. They're doing one for the other communities. This is the one for the girls.
6: Oh, that sounds like
1: fun. I'll try and join you. All right, good. Well, thank well, the, you, Dr. Laura Rush, for being our, our safety belt uh, and our sneeze guard and our everything else. We love you to death and we'll see um, you again
6: soon. Yeah, hopefully next time I talk to you guys, we will uh, will be
0: orange. Orange, orange, I'm, I'm orange. I'm noticing that Shan did not call you an airbag.
1: <laughs> I did not. I'm saving that for when she has a driving safety report. <laughs> we love you, honey. Thanks.
6: All right, you guys have a
1: great weekend. Next up, we've got Paulina Angel, who is a born and raised native from the Coachella Valley, a musician, songwriter, LGBTQ activist and leader, and proving that she is the executive director of the Trans Community Project and holding board, she holds board positions at PS Pride, East Coachella Valley Pride, Solteria Safe Spaces in LA, and is a co-founder of the Everyone Initiative with Golden Voice. Dang, Paulina Angel. Welcome to the show.
3: Aloha, everybody.
4: Good Yay. morning.
1: You got your hands in everything. I know I've served on a couple of boards with you. I enjoy. How long have you been? You're, you did you ever move away from the valley?
3: I tried. Uh, <laughs> uh, there was a time I tried to make it in San Francisco. Only made it about two months, and then I had to about face back home. But um, I guess things happen for a reason. Yeah. Uh, that we're not to have all those opportunities like. Palm Springs Pride and Golden Voice and everything just to do amazing work with.
0: <laughs> you try to get out and it keeps pulling you back. Oh, I
1: know. It's the best place. I've been all around the world and I picked it on purpose because yeah. it's pretty fabulous. So what do you have coming up right now? What's next on your virtual or real calendar?
3: I have so many things. Uh, the first thing is, um, as you know, with you know, COVID and social di- gathering, we had to go back to virtual this year for Transgender Day of Visibility. So um, we're partnering up with the LGBT Community Center and we're going to do an event on on Tuesday the 30th. And we're going to do a um, screening of the film AIDS Diva, which is about the life of uh, Connie Norman, who is like one of the first um, trans um, activist um, oh. with her work during the 80s and 90s for the AIDS um, uh, movement. And so we're gonna be doing that, showing her film and then we're gonna have a QA and a afterwards with um, community activist Diana Olivia Felix. Um, we have uh, David Kelly from LKAPS and as well as um, the filmmaker of the film, uh, which is Dante Alencastri who did that amazing documentary racing zoe um yes. who did that which is about zoe um, mm-hmm. um luna who's now a very big name now because of Craft legacy and stuff so right i forgot to have him here you know and so we're gonna be doing that um starting uh at five o'clock um on next Tuesday. <laughs> next Tuesday.
1: Yeah, I haven't seen this film. I, I don't know if it got submitted or is gonna be submitted to Cinema Diverse, but what a great place to premiere it. Um, and then where is that premiere happening?
3: It's gonna be done on Zoom. I go to oh. the LGBT Community Center Desert's uh, Facebook events page. There's a page there you could register and you'll get like a link and you could join us and for the discussion and it, it'll be a great great time. <laughs> Yeah, so that's easy. From, we're not going to have uh, uh,
2: Coachella and Stagecoach this year, but you have set up an initiative called the Everyone Initiative with Golden Voice who produces those events. Tell us a little bit about that and then what may be in the offing for uh, future.
3: Um, sure, so uh everyone Initiative uh, was put together with Golden Voice as a way to bring safe space to those that have attended the concerts. So, you know, we will have, two uh, amazing uh, uh, tents out there one in the festival and one in the um, campground and so if you feel like you know you've taken too much you drank too much you feel any kind of anxiety some type of ptsd or you just want to check in with your mental health while you're there we provide services with you know we have clinicians therapists and we also provide like you know Bottled water, um, fruits, and just a way just to you know calm yourself down mm-hmm. with anything that you're doing. So uh, they asked uh, Trans Community Project to sign on in 2019, and we put together this whole initiative. And uh, what we did was we provide training with them to make sure that you know their staff is very familiar with you know LGBTQ. Um, issues and you know especially when it comes to you know gender identity and stuff so make sure that they use like you know right pronouns and right. everything so and we had like a very successful year in 2019 and you know we when we we're done with it we got numbers saying that there's hardly any arrest might made hardly any wow overdoses done you know like people felt safe to go with us to right. To use our services so we feel like you know we're on the right track to make sure that festival um, culture is safe for all
2: so did you go to golden voice or did golden voice come to you how did that initiative even start how did that conversation start <laughs>
3: they said that they stalked me on facebook they really wanted to know like who's this Paulina angel and so they called me while i was at my parents house saying hey we like to Set up a meeting with you. And so I was nervous, but they were nervous too. So I was like, You guys are going to voice. You guys gave us Paul McCartney back in 2009. And so I, it was like, I'm, I'm, it's like now I'm meeting you guys is like meeting rock stars. So like, well, we feel like we're meeting a rock star with you. And I was like, Oh,
1: like, yeah. I love that.
0: So we uh, For the viewers, there is a Paul McCartney cutout right behind you over your, sh- he's looking over your shoulder. Paul.
1: So yeah, just a small obsession with Paul McCartney on your part?
3: Uh, I wouldn't say small. <laughs> As I look at all my Beatles memorabilia that I have right here and stuff, you know. Wow. Uh, a
1: real fan. Now I gotta say that, you know, even just... 15 years ago the idea of festival culture because there were festivals but it is a lifestyle it is a regimen there is and it is an overwhelming experience i think the idea that there is such a tent and you know as a comedian it's kind of my job to make fun of everything so like i would say that's just like the trigger tent like oh my god i've had too many straight people please bring me in here and reassemilate me because that was that was my only reaction to to and i don't mean to be rude but to going to coachella i had not been around that many straight people much less that many high straight people and uh i could have used like a little tent that somebody just Give me a bottle of water. Because it's was really a spectacular event, but this is more for serious stuff. People deal with emotional things and drugs and alcohol and heat and, and getting lost and all that kind of stuff. So and being able to deal with a diversity of people who walk through those doors is probably of great value. I would stalk you and, and
3: ask you for some guidance on that too. And similar. the cool thing is um, we were talking before we went into rock down, as we call it now, um, that when we come back during the second weekend, we're going to have a really cool LGBTQ element to the second weekend. And we're going to do like these kind of workshops in there as well, you know, to promote, you know, LGBTQ inclusiveness into the culture and stuff. So we're really anxious into seeing how that how that works. And so I'm
1: That is what your generation is doing though. Is not no one from your generation is gonna go, oh my gosh, I haven't been around so many straight people. You guys are about integrating. You are about inclusiveness and and it's powerful you guys what what you're doing moving all of us forward. Thank you.
2: It's really a pleasure to talk to you. And again, transgender day of visibility would have been uh, this weekend, but you are now moving it to Tuesday. It's with the LGBT community center of the desert GayDesertGuide.com also has all those events uh, listed so you can click over there and uh, find what to do and where to go. And Paulina, we'll have you back. We really are appreciative of you coming on the I love gay Palm Springs podcast, your first appearance here, and uh, we'll definitely have you back.
3: And we love seeing your face. Oh, I love seeing you guys too. I I miss you all. I miss. I know. I miss you be like oh i miss everybody i miss pride you know so know. hopefully we're back hugs. in november so hugs
1: are on the way hugs are on the way
2: Stephen radish yeah. is joining us now on the i love gay palm springs podcast Stephen, you and i know each other because you have been writing for gay desert guide for the last literally since we got started i think almost yeah, right about theater mostly when we could have live theater and uh you have been um you've been a fixture in hollywood for years you've directed 25 plays and musicals you've been involved in a lot of tv projects in fact i don't even know if you can talk about it but i think you've got something brewing in terms of a game show are we able to talk anything about that or is that um, time? yeah a little bit
5: um i i have a new idea you know you can't just stop the brain and um And Lord knows I've tried. Uh, And came up with this idea that I I kind of put on its feet. And people were like, well, that's really good. And the more I did it and refined it, the better people responded to it. We even did some focus testing on it. Uh, And it it skewed really well demographically. Um, It's fun. It's different every single time it plays. And so um, we've been doing, rather than going knocking on the studio doors, because these days money is so tight that they'll, they'll give you $5 and say, here, make a pilot. right? <laughs> uh, you know, And you figure out how to come up with the rest of the money. So rather than be beholden for $5, uh, we've been doing a funding uh, source and, and have about three quarters of the money to do a really full-fledged pilot already in place. Um, and with some outlets in Europe, because I've done a lot of shows. They love me in Poland. Um, I've done a lot of shows in, in Europe, and I uh, already have two places, places saying, you bring us the tape, we'll put it on the air. So, wow. um, yeah, and they'll give you money? Yeah, exactly. Um,
1: take it, take it, yeah. take it.
5: So, Game
0: shows are big now, though. Games, you know, on prime time. And, you know, they, they just brought back to tell the truth. It's got
5: a second season. And- the problem here is um, they're hesitant to spend money on new things. Uh, they want proof that it, it works uh, somewhere else. They don't, nobody wants to take the chance here. That's why, as you just said, it's to tell the truth. It's all the old shows. It's Pyramid, it's Password, it's everything, but new things, and it's the new things that really have the legs uh, that keep people going. Uh, I have the longest running primetime game show in the UK, uh, show called Catchphrase, which was so different when I tried to sell it here. Everybody kept saying things like, but it's so different, how do we sell it? And I would say, well, how about just that way? It's like nothing you yeah. have seen before. Oh, well, no, no, it's much easier for us if we can say it's like Jeopardy meets the dating game. Uh,
1: That's the whole industry works that way. It really does.
5: You know, know. to tell the truth has been around. So if it doesn't work, well, who knew it wouldn't work? It was such a hit before. You know, you've got your excuse right there. Yeah. Um, So I'm going the route of doing it myself and I've done it before and it's worked. I, I did a show that ran for 10 years in various countries in Europe. Um, Europe is really game for game, uh, different things, intelligent things, fun things. So we're hoping to do it within about four or five months to start getting set together and actually doing well, it so good. i'm that really excited exciting. i love the show i really good. love the show well we we look forward to
2: hearing more about it this is your first time on the i love gay palm springs podcast it is. Last year we've been in lockdown what have you been seeing that you liked in terms of some of the ways that theaters have pivoted to uh, move right. things online <laughs> and where do you see it going
5: there's one thing that's been missing and even the best of what I've seen, which is the, that community feel when you're all in the same place and there's that connection between the stage and the audience. And there's, there's that, that magic that happens live. That still, no matter how interactive and how 2 way um, I've seen, uh, there's that piece of glass in between you. you know? You're looking at screen just like I'm seeing you guys now, but you're not here. Uh, so there is that little bit of difference. Uh, but having said that, um, even some of the local companies have been uh, doing some really interesting things. Des Arts um, did a interactive magic show yeah. uh, called you know, uh, was, um, Mental Amusements. Was it, that was say? good. Wasn't it good? Yes. I mean, the guy was so compelling. And, and you got just suckered into this thing where all of a sudden you didn't even realize it was in the middle of a trick. And then suddenly he did something that went, oh, my God, how did he know that? Um, How did he do that? Uh, The other company that's been doing the same kind of thing uh, is the Geffen Playhouse. They've been doing a whole series of interactive, um, not quite magic shows, because they did have scripts and stories that were very compelling that were woven uh, together with some magic. Uh, magic seems to work really well in this medium because it's, it's interactive without being too interactive, you know, pick a card, any card, tell me when to stop. You can do that a uh, very simple basis, but, uh, they did, uh, something called the present. And then they did another one called the future. Uh, the present was a play cause you got a gift box in the mail. You got a, a present and you weren't allowed to open it until the show started. Wow. And then everybody opened it on screen. And it had props and stuff for what was about to unfold for the next hour. And that guy blew my mind. Uh, My hobby is magic. When I look at a show and go, how the hell did he do that? I'm impressed. Uh, And that was filled with how the hell did they do that? There's a wonderful production now of uh, Unusual Musical called The Last Five Years. And if you don't know it, uh, it, it's great. It's a couple um, over five years uh, from starting hello, falling in love, ultimately going their separate ways. And it's told in two different ways. Um, The male part starts and does linear. So it goes from A to Z. The female in the show goes from Z to A, oh. so she hears and they cut intercut back and forth, and they only meet once in the middle when they get married. So
1: what a great concept! Oh, it's
5: really terrific, and the music is really touching, funny. There's some. There's a song called um, "A Summer in Ohio" <laughs> that just you know I could put a piece of glass in my eye, but no, I'd rather be in Ohio. Um, (laughs) um, It's really a funny song, uh, and and just great. Um, So there's that, and the the Geffen is now doing, plug for the Geffen, um, a ghost story, um, and and I'm going to see that in a couple of weeks. Broadway, on the other hand, oh my God, poor Broadway. Uh, The actors now are kind of taking Aim at equity, which is unusual because equity has been, you know, a backbone for Broadway actors for years in supporting and rights. And the actors are now feeling like they're being overly cautious and keeping people out of work. Um, it's been over a year since the Broadway theaters closed. They don't even know when like they had Tony nominations and they don't even know when they're giving the Tony awards Yeah, for, for a year and a half ago already. Um, so yeah, Broadway's kind of struggling to get its footing again and, and back on Reality, you know, uh, and, and when well, you and, look at the McCallum Theater,
2: for example, uh, Jeff Norman and I have been chatting about what's on the, you know, what's on the, in the plans for, for the McCallum and, you know, they're really struggling to figure out how do you make it work? Will people feel safe? They just did a community survey had, I think, 3000 people responded to their survey. I was one and- of them. Oh, me too. Me too. And and I think they got some good feedback. And I think it's going to allow them to move forward with some things. But, you know, there's there's no concrete plans of when that theater is going to open up. We heard from CV Rep the other night, uh, Ron Salona was on the Desert Business Association Zoom call on Monday evening. Uh-huh. And he was talking about some things that they're going to be doing at the AMP, which is the new Cathedral City Amphitheater. So we'll keep tabs Uh on that as well. And Stephen, we thank you for being on the
5: podcast
2: today. My pleasure. And and
5: let's do this again when there is theater. Exactly. I love it. Thanks so much. You got it.
2: Well, we are at episode 90's conclusion for the I Love Gay Palm Springs podcast. And what we like to do is go down what's happening this weekend in I Love Gay Palm Springs, courtesy of my website, gaydesertguide.com. And the American Documentary and Animation Film Festival, uh, as we know at Amdocs, starts this weekend. It runs through April the 4th. There is a new streaming platform called Docs Now Plus, and that's where you can get on and watch over 200 festival titles anytime, anywhere. And you also get a 12-month bonus to subscription service as well. My name is Lopez. The Trini Lopez biopic is opening this weekend at the Mary Pickford Theater in Cathedral City. Glad to see the theater reopened. And of course, they're continuing to do the drive-in theater. We talked with Paulina about the Transgender Day of Visibility, which is now rescheduled for next week. And speaking of rescheduled, White Party moves to September 17 to 20. Uh, Right now, that is the new tentative dates. We'll see how that progresses. Desert X, I'm getting so much great feedback about Desert X. And next weekend, uh, next week on the I Love Gay Palm Springs podcast, uh, Stephen Biller is going to come on and talk about Desert X. Uh, Stephen is the editor of Palm Springs Life magazine, but Desert X going on, there's a great app so that you can figure out where to go and how to get from point A to point X for the uh, Desert X this year. Well, congratulations to our own Alexander Rodriguez, who uh, helps us out with some great fun little tips on dating. He'll be back with us in April. He's our Man Crush Monday this week. And our Woman Crush Wednesday, Paulina Angel, who we just talked to. You can check those out on Gay Desert Guide. Wild Lights happening at the Living Desert Zoo and Gardens. They moved it from the Christmas Wild Lights to a spring version this year. Uh, Rancho Mirage is doing a certified farmers market every Friday till 2pm and looking ahead there's going to be an LGBTQ plus outreach town hall with the Palm Springs Police Department that's coming up in a couple of weeks. And also the movie Senior Moment is going to be screened at the Palm Springs Cultural Center next Friday, April the 2nd, 5.30 p.m. That's the William Shatner movie that we were chatting about last week. And you know, he just, just turned 90. He, yeah, and Betty White is how old? 90? 117. <laughs> Betty, did you ever see the Betty White when she roasts him, Shatner's Roast? Yes. Precious, absolutely precious. The uh, Palm Springs Art Museum is getting ready to reopen Sands, Maryland in front of its doors. Uh, That is opening up on April the 1st. And uh, Steve Chase Humanitarian Awards. From DAP Health coming up on Sunday, May 9th, that will be on NBC Palm Springs. All that and more, including um, our hot deals this week, which include both PIPAs and Destination PSP is where you can get some discounted coupons there. Finally, a welcome to a new partner, one of our uh, lesbian attorneys in town, Barbara Barrett. She's been practicing since 1983. She had a law office in San Francisco for many years, then she was in Sonoma County, and she's been here in the Palm Springs area for over 20 years. She does gay and lesbian relationship law, estate planning, um, trusts and probate, etc. A new member of the Gay Desert Guide team, and we Really thank her for uh, being a sponsor of Gay Desert Guide. And that's it for this week. And I
0: love Gay Palm Springs. By this time next week, we will have built up two weeks of antibodies, Ms. Shankar.
1: I'm going to go run downtown and lick every parking meter I can find.
0: We We don't have any. That's a trick question. Yes. We That's don't correct. have parking meters at Bomb Springs. So if you were looking for a licking, it ain't gonna be happening. Not not that kind of licking. Anyway, I'll look forward to seeing you guys next week. Have a wonderful weekend. And uh, you can check out all of this stuff on GayDesertGuide.com, all of the events that Brad was talking about. And you can see comments on the side. Ask any questions if you happen to be a part of our live premiere on Facebook Live at 11 o'clock on Friday mornings. The premiere on Out At TV, Out At Dot TV is uh, 10 a.m. every Friday. So thanks for watching and thanks for listening. For info on this week's topics,
5: go to GayDesertGuide.com and join the Oasis Insiders Club. Each week, you'll get the Gay Desert Guide this week in I Love Gay Palm Springs newsletter with news, community events, and hot deals. I Love Gay Palm Springs with John Taylor, Shan Carr, and Brad Fur. Follow us on Facebook
0: and Instagram. Listen on Apple Podcasts and wherever you get podcasts.